Today, dear listeners, let us step back in time just one day. We find Nathan Rourke sitting on the people mover. He looks lazily out the window as it goes. Suddenly, the train jerks as it screeches to a halt. The intercom system chimes and a voice is heard. Attention, passengers. We are being delayed due to routine maintenance on the tracks ahead. We apologize for the inconvenience and hope to be moving shortly. A group of people run past him. Each person is in a biohazard suit that says, Maintenance. Each also has a flamethrower strapped to his or her back. Nathan watches them run past. He is so distracted he doesn't notice as the train creeps slowly forward just enough so that Nathan's window now lines up with a large hole in the tunnel wall. A hole exactly eight feet in diameter. Nathan falls back into his seat and glances toward the window. He does a double take. He looks carefully all around the hole. He turns as another maintenance person runs past. Uh, miss? She exits out the car door. As she does, we briefly see flashes of illumination caused by spurts of flame. The door shuts, and it is silent. Nathan looks after her until a chittering sound brings his attention back to the hole. He looks at it, entranced, moving his face right up next to the glass. The chittering abruptly stops as if the chitterers realized their conversation was being overheard. Two pairs of glowing compound eyes turn towards him. Nathan jumps back in fright, (gasps) enough so that he is now in the seat next to his. He turns to warn someone. There's something out there. The car is empty. He looks back and sees... Nothing. He frantically looks at the hole, and then there's a chittering above him. His gaze slowly rises to the roof as the sound of footsteps is heard. It is moving to the far part of the train. (gasps) There's something on the train. He frantically pushes the call button. There's something on the train. Over and over. There's something on the train. It chimes. And a voice is heard. Thank you for calling the emergency train hotline. Oh, thank God. Listen, there's something... We're sorry, but our offices are closed for the day. Please try back during normal business hours. Son of a... The handle to the car door begins to jiggle. <laughs> Nathan takes off running through the opposite door. He enters the next car. There's something on the... This train car is empty. He looks back. Something dark is moving through the last compartment, or perhaps two something. He runs to the next car. Everyone, there's something on... It is also empty. Oh, come on! He runs into the next car. One man sits here. It is Neil Henderson. He is flipping nonchalantly through a Green Lantern comic book with mild disinterest and nervous energy. Since when can Superman fly? Thank God, there's something... Nathan looks behind him and yeeps again. (gasps) Nathan pulls down the window shade and sits in front of the door. 
two peculiar-looking shapes show behind the shade. The door handle jiggles and starts to open, but stops. Sniffing sounds can be heard, followed by coughing and mild ant-like retching. The door closes, and the chittering sounds move away. Nathan looks back out from under the window shade and breathes a sigh of relief. You know, I really think your stink is what drove those things away. Listen here, you little punk. I've chewed turds bigger than you. Shot, not shooted. No, what I mean, I say, I shooted Chuck down the shit chute. And if you don't shut your mouth, I'm going to shoot you out that window. But let us leave our intrepid hero and his aromatic companion for the moment to pay a visit to the next car over, where a gang of rebellious researchers have made themselves at home as the story of our fair city continues.